Running a pet business is no walk in the park. I've been there, done that, and sure have the campfire stories to prove it. That's why Pet Boss Nation created Camp Pet Boss, where you can relax at a beautiful lake, refuel your leadership confidence with our in-person activities, and reignite your passion for the pet business of your dreams with your pet industry peers and trusted experts. Camp Pet Boss is a one-of-a-kind business retreat that mixes conference learning sessions and camp-like activities for pet professionals and their dogs. When was the last time that you got away from your business, unplugged from the chaos, and reconnected with your inner entrepreneurial spirit? And I hope that you heard me, that your furry best friend could be there too. Get ready for the most amazing and unique in-person adventure for pet business owners and their dogs, happening this summer in Lake Delton, Wisconsin, August 27th through the 30th of 2024. Tickets will sell out, and one building is already booked solid, So I want you to hit pause on this podcast and visit camppetboss.com right now to make sure that you have a room reserved. Your ticket price includes all food, lodging, and seminars. Need another reason to secure your ticket early? How about a massive discount of savings of $850 off your ticket? That's right. Early bird pricing is happening right now, but not for much longer. And I can't wait to hang out with you at camp this summer and share all those juicy pet boss stories around the campfire. We recently conducted a survey of pet business owners and the number one challenge that they have is just how to find more customers, how to get new customers. Well, you'd think the answer was pretty easy. Just invest more in marketing. But how do you know what you should do? Marketing is so vague and so vast. And I know that there must be lots of questions around this because it is one of the number one problems that I see. What I see is people hiding. Oftentimes, if I go to a pet business's social media, I have no idea what it is that they sell and what they offer because they're either not posting frequently enough or they're posting the wrong kind of content. Or if I go to their website, it's really unclear what they do because for some reason they built an online store, yet they're a grooming salon. Or maybe I signed up to get emails, yet I haven't received a single one. And that is because too many of you are hiding behind your businesses, hiding in your businesses. You are not showing up in the way that you should and that your customers want you to. Is that you? Are you hiding? Because here's the problem. If you are not going to show up for your business and be the face of the marketing or find someone to be the face of your marketing, if you're not going to show up and plan the marketing content, then who will? You have to start showing up for yourself. And I hope that this podcast episode will help you make that realization. Today's episode, I'm covering five marketing monsters that you might be unaware of and the three big pieces to marketing that are often forgotten. I'll share those with you today in this episode as well. Let's get started. Welcome to the Boss Your Business podcast, the show for the local pet business owner. If you have a physical building, carry inventory, have a team, or dream of having one someday, then this podcast is for you. You'll hear honest conversations from pet pros work in the streets of Main Street, where dog business is big business. I'm your show host, Candace Daniolo, the founder of Pet Boss Nation and a pet business coach. 
I've started, scaled, and sold three successful pet businesses, and now help mentor thousands of pet professionals to see success faster together. I'm sharing my favorite business tips with you, mixed with the latest secrets of what's working now, especially in this challenging world. So if you're a pet supply store, grooming salon, dog daycare, boarding facility, pet sitter, dog trainer, or really anyone covered in fur, let's get started. Let me ask you this. Would you like more customers? I know I sure would. I would love for you to join us in the Pet Boss Club if you aren't already or in the Pet Boss Mastermind, which is coming this summer. I mean, raise your hand right now if you would like more people walking through your door, more visits to your website, more orders coming through your online store, more meet and greets getting booked, more appointments for dog behavior consultations, or maybe just even a higher clientele who's willing to pay your higher rates. If that's you and you want more customers, raise your hand and say, Candace, I sure would. That's right. I mean, who doesn't want more customers? More customers will mean more money in your pocket at the end of the day. And that feels good. It should be simple. It should be super simple, right? The way that you find more customers is to do more marketing, right? Wrong. (laughs) Yes, you likely need to increase your marketing efforts. As I said, I'm seeing a lot of bad stuff happening out there. But you also need to make sure that you have the right mix of marketing strategies to help support your business goals. In today's show, I'm kicking off the very first episode of a collection of four episodes on the topic of marketing your pet business. And it may not be the marketing that you are thinking that you need, but I'm hoping that when you can identify where you're slacking in these areas and where your biggest opportunity really lies is that it will be easier for you to start to build your marketing muscle. And before we can head into any good marketing arena to fight the good fight of your mission and the passion that you have for the pets, you have a bunch of marketing monsters that you're going to be going up against. Yes, I hate to break it to you, but these five things are why you're feeling stuck or in a rut when it comes to marketing your pet business. The first monster is the competition monster. That's right. Competition is increasing everywhere. Maybe your market is has become completely saturated and overrun with pet sitters. Everybody, their mom, their neighbor, their kids, college kids, people who are working part-time jobs, they all think that they can be a professional pet sitter. Or maybe customers are finding all their needs online easier. You know, I know this is happening in the dog training world. There's all kinds of courses that pet parents can take online, all kinds of groups they can join. Why would they need someone to come to their house? Or for retailers, your competition is endless between the big boxes and every store on every corner of every city is selling something for pets. And of course, the big online giants that can ship directly to their homes. I mean, it is harder and harder to be seen among all of these options of people who are marketing to your ideal customer. This is number one, because if you are not showing up in marketing, somebody else is. Number two is the knowledgeable customer monster. That's right. (laughs) Our customers are actually monsters too. We now have to work even harder. You have to work even harder to earn their trust because they now have done a lot of research online on their own and they already may know more than you or more than your team member, or at least they think they know more, right? So this is a challenge that you have and you need to overcome it in your marketing. Number three, 
the endless opportunities monster. There are so many ways that you can market your business. Tons of social media channels, lots of paid advertising, old school marketing methods, some of them still work, community engagement, word of mouth. I mean, how do you know what's right for you? The fourth is the money monster. I bet you've made some bad decisions in the past when it comes to your marketing and you feel burned that you've either spent too much money on something that didn't work. You never want to try it again. I know some person came into your business or called you on the phone or sent you an email about SEO and how they can help you. And they've lumped in that they can blog for you or that they can make social media posts for you. But you know what? It's all generic. It is not going to give you the ROI that you were hoping for. Or maybe you invested in a radio ad and it just didn't convert. You never heard anyone talk about it and you never knew if anyone came in for it. You've been burned before when it comes to spending money on your marketing. And so now the money monsters gotcha and you don't want to do it again. Or you don't have the money to invest in your marketing. And this is where you're missing the point. It costs money to make money. It does, right? We have to buy inventory. We have to buy supplies. We have to buy materials. We have to buy tools. One of the tools we have to buy is investing in paid advertising. Now you don't have to spend a lot but you need to spend a little bit, okay? So I want you to spend anywhere from 1% so all the way up to 6% if you can swing it of your gross sales on marketing for your brick and mortar business. 6% is on the high end and you can do it for much less, but all of you that are listeners have different businesses and different gross revenue, and different expenses. So I want you to just pick something that's right for you, but at bare minimum, you should be taking 1% of your gross sales and spending that on marketing. So what is that amount for you and your business annually? I bet you've never even thought about having a marketing budget before. Tally that number up, start spending every month to find new customers and tell me how it goes. Number five, our final monster is the unsure you monster. Yeah, you're unsure. You're hiding. You're not comfortable showing up on your social media. And why? Well, it's likely because you're just not comfortable with the software or the tech, or maybe you just don't know what you're going to say and you don't want to sound stupid. You don't want to mess up. You're afraid of being on camera. Listen, I know it can be scary, but there are so many resources now out there to help you. There's YouTube videos and tutorials and places like the Pet Boss Club um, and our Pet Boss Nation and other people that you can lean into and learn from. Uh, on how to utilize all these different platforms. In the Pet Boss Club, we have an entire coursework about video, scripts on what to say, ideas for different videos, how to get comfortable on camera, ways to practice, tools that you could use. There's people that you could hire to help you. There's people that work for you who could help you. And they just need to be given the chance to shine. I know it can be uncomfortable to step outside of our comfort zones, right? To push through what seems scary or whatever fear we have about showing up on camera and being judged because people are going to judge. They always judge. We're being judged every day. You're being judged in your business anyway, or you're being judged for not showing up and you're doing your customers a disservice by not showing up because then they don't know about the amazing products that can help change their pets' lives, or they don't know about the amazing tips and solutions that you can provide to them to make their home life a million times better. Or they don't even realize that there is the best groomer in town with 
the most comfortable and calm environment that they would could bring their pets to. That's way less stressful than wherever they're going right now. And they would much rather come to your place, but you've never shared pictures of it online. You've never showed your, your face online and your process. And so how do they know? I want you to stop being unsure of yourself and step into some confidence. All right. There are so many people who need to hear about the services that you offer and they can't find out about you if you are hiding and not communicating that. All right. It's your time to shine, my friend. You've got this. Number five is probably the biggest reason that you are having a hard time finding customers. It is. You are hiding and you're unsure of yourself and you're not willing to show up for for your business the way that you need to. You need to increase your frequency and social media posting. You need to increase the frequency that you are emailing your customers. You need to share your stories, share your personal stories more. I want you to start talking to the camera like you're talking to your best friend. I want you to share stories of your customers, stories of the manufacturers that you work with, stories of the pets that are part of your business, stories of the team. People buy from people and they want to connect with you. You're not finding new customers because you haven't invested in new marketing skills. Or maybe you just need to ask for help. And if there's one thing I know for sure is that you need to show up for your business because if you don't, who will? Like I've already asked you, who will? Well, that number one monster is coming for you. That's right. The competition monster is definitely going to be marketing to your business. It might be not be the competitor that you're thinking of, but someone is selling to your ideal customer. And I want you to get there first. I want you to be seen. So repeat after me. I will become a me monster of marketing. <laughs> repeat after me. I will become a me monster of marketing. That's right. The me monster might sound like a bad thing. <laughs> Usually, right? It's all about me, me, me. But I want you to show up and be the me monster in your marketing because you, 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 me, me, me has a lot of really cool stuff to offer pet parents in your community. All right. So now that we've addressed those big monster elephants in the room, it's time for me to help you get clear on the three pieces that we harp on a lot at the Pet Boss Club and it's traffic, conversion, and retention. We can't talk about marketing without thinking about these three phases inside our business because they all are about growing our business and growing the business is focusing on marketing in each of these areas. Okay. So as we break them down, I want you to like envision this, a funnel shape, right? A, a cylinder funnel where, where it's wide at the top and narrows down and comes to a close, almost to a close. All right. I want you to envision that funnel as we talk about these three areas in the top portion of the funnel, the largest part, that's where we want to Think about filling the funnel, as they say in the marketing world, with leads, with traffic, with more people, with as many potential customers as we can get. We want to fill the top of that funnel, and that's called the traffic. I like to also think of this as attraction. At the top here, we can collect as many things as we want. It can be things like customers who are walking into our store. That's traffic. Online visitors to a website is traffic. People opting in and signing up for a lead magnet or some sort of 
PDF or video download or something that you're going to give them for free because they've given you their email address or cell phone number. They've opted into your marketing mailing list. At the top of the funnel, you're building your followers for your social media. Your phone is ringing for appointments, right? You're doing a lot of external marketing to drive that traffic to the top of the funnel to attract people. The messages you use and the copy and the video and the pictures is all attracting your ideal customer. And you're giving them things of value, things that will be authentic and original to you and give them value. Maybe that's educational pieces, entertainment pieces, deals on things. But right at the top of this funnel, that's where you are hiding the most. So how do you fill a funnel if you aren't showing up on your social media consistently? How do you fill a top of a funnel when you haven't learned new marketing skills? How do you fill a top of the funnel if you're not willing to pay for some advertising? It's awfully hard. And so this is where you need to stop hiding. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to pick one social media platform that you're going to focus on. I'm going to recommend Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. And I want you to go all in. I want you to learn as much about that platform as you can. I personally think that Instagram will be a great place for you as a pet business owner to grow your audience. And it's a great place to play. feels kind of safe. (laughs) I want you to just pick one. You can always add another one once you've gotten this one under control and you can be consistent. And that's the next piece of advice here that I want you to do. I want you to commit to the posting on social media. I want you to post at least two times a day on the platform that you pick or more. I want the posts that you do to be half photos or graphics. I want the other half to be some sort of short form video. Short form video can be anything from 90 seconds. I mean, gosh, 30 seconds, even 30 seconds to 90 seconds to three minutes to 10 minutes, whatever you're comfortable doing. It can be a reel, it can be pre-recorded, or you can go live. It can be you, it could be customers, it could be your team, but you need to integrate video into your marketing plan. All right, you've picked your one social media platform. You're going to commit to posting and increasing your frequency and get committed because consistency is everything. And then I've already mentioned this, but I want you to think about the type of content that you are creating and I want you to share more stories. Stories about you, stories about your business, your pets, what they're going through. Like think about if your dog is having a reaction to a flea and tick medicine or had a reaction to flea and tick medicine, and you have a solution for another product for that, share that story. It's okay if you made a mistake and picked something wrong for your pet and you've learned through that process and now you found a better solution. You could share stories about your customers and and the brands that you carry. Take any single piece of any topic inside your business and come up with a story, a heartwarming story, a funny one, something that's out of frustration. And just look around you. Content is everywhere. This doesn't have to be hard and complicated. Find a story and start sharing it. I'm going to share more on the whole topic of attraction and traffic in our next episode, because that whole episode is dedicated specifically to that topic. So let's go back to the concept of a funnel. This is all a numbers game, guys. 
all a numbers game. And we want as many people as possible to enter that funnel at the top, to enter our world. And we just want a tiny piece of the pet industry pie just for us, right? I know you want that just for you, a tiny piece of that pie. And you deserve that. And we want to attract as many people as we can, that right kind of people that we want through our marketing by showing up for ourselves. If you committed to that plan I just shared, even for 30 days, I feel like your marketing and your potential customers and the volume of new customers coming to you will look drastically different than it does right now. Okay, we're moving on. We're moving down the funnel now. We're getting to the middle part. And some, hopefully more than not, have made a purchase. We've converted those lookers into buyers. The lookers and lurkers, <laughs> we've converted them into making a purchase or booking an appointment or opting into something. So our next important piece of marketing is the concept of conversion, which you may not think about as marketing, but once we get a customer to buy from us, we now can get them to refer us, which is free, right? We love that word of mouth marketing. And they're going to refer you when you've helped them make the perfect purchase. Maybe you've surprised and delighted them in some way throughout the whole experience of doing business with you that they just have to talk about it to their friends. Or maybe they've connected with you because you were so good about asking questions and really listening to their needs and celebrating their pet when they were in your care that now they're absolutely already a raving fan. And now they just can't wait to post about their experience with you and their pet at your business or to maybe they don't post on social media, but they're telling their other people in their household about it. They might be talking to their neighbors or their coworkers. And this is some powerful marketing stuff right there. Word of mouth marketing can single-handedly be the most impactful piece to your business. It's hard to force, which is why you can't rely solely on it to bring you customers, but it can be very, very powerful. Now, even though word of mouth is really powerful, we can't just cross our paws and hope that people will spread the word about us. No way. We would be waiting a really long time and just hoping that that happens. No, this is why we do need to invest in a marketing budget so that we can build leads and attract our ideal customer to the top of the funnel so that they can get to know us and then eventually follow us for long enough that they turn into purchasing customers. In a future episode, I will dive deeper into all things that we can think about around conversion. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast show, the Boss Your Business podcast show, so that you don't miss any of this collection of episodes coming out. Once you subscribe, you'll be notified once it's released. So the more people that you can convert from your audience that's been following you, like those people that are just sitting at the top of the funnel, the more money you will make. So when you think about your marketing content on social and in your emails, it just can't all be this connection content. You actually need to start asking for the sale and creating types of content that give people an opportunity to do business with you. The third phase of marketing is retention which is really all about the repeat business. And this is why it's towards the bottom of the funnel because less and less people will do this from the big majority of people who are aware of you. The bottom of the funnel is where we create our raving fans 
and they can escape at the bottom of the funnel and they go back to the top of the funnel and they tell more people about us and they bring people with them and they continue through that process. And when we think about retention and getting repeat business, we have to think about how can we get these customers to buy again and better yet to buy as soon as possible and to keep them coming back over and over and over again so that we can create a habit, right? We can continue to stay top of mind to them. Well, you could do it through creating some sort of irresistible offer, right? Like maybe you did get them to join your email list when they purchased from you and they receive a welcome to our business type email. And in that email, it gives them a credit $10 credit or something, whatever the have high value is for you, an irresistible offer in that email to take you up on. And then that brings them back again. And then they make that purchase with their irresistible offer. And now you offer them another one and they go home and they wait until they need, need that offer. They come back again. They take that offer they take you up on that offer and you give them another one. You have created a chain of irresistible offers that reward them for picking you first. It's not about eating your margins or discounting your products and services, guys. It is about customer acquisition. And you, if you don't have a big marketing budget to spend every month to attract new people in, you can easily start to reward the people who you have found who have already raised their hands and said, yes, I want to do business with this this business. I want to give my money to this business. You can reward those people through gift with purchase, discounts, credits towards things, free samples, trial days, whatever it is, whatever you can do, you should reward their continued loyalty to you because the more they come in, the more frequently they call or book an appointment or see you, the more opportunities you have to help them fall in love with you and to build that connection bridge so that they would never think about working with anyone else. There's so much money to be made in that follow-up, in the retention and developing repeat business. So don't forget about this in your marketing plan. Another great way to do this is through a loyalty program, but it really needs to be enticing enough. And I want you to continue to tap into communicating with your loyalty program. Another way to build on repeat business is by hosting events and having a robust event and promotion calendar. We give this to all our Pet Boss Club members. It's part of their monthly package that they get is they get a whole list. They have four months at a time of different promotion ideas and events that they could be hosting in their business. They also have entire event planners to make this all easy. All retention methods, they are going to require you to collect customer information. All right. So I want you to start collecting customer information if you are not doing that. Because guess what? Your competition sure has their information. And even if you're collecting it, I bet there's some of you out there who aren't using it. I actually was doing a one-on-one consult today and someone said that, that they're like, I collect emails, but I don't do anything with it. And you know what? That didn't shock or surprise me because that is one of the most common things I hear about from pet businesses. You're getting this data, you're getting this contact information, and then you don't do anything with it. You're hiding it. You are hiding and you're not showing up and, and serving that customer the way that they wanted you to, the way that you promised that you would. 
they've already given you the go ahead. They said, Hey, here's my email. I'd be happy to hear from you. And then you're not staying consistent. So make sure you're using all your marketing skills and all the opportunities that you have to follow up with them in the most appropriate manner for your business. And just like traffic and conversion, I have dedicated an entire episode on the topic of retention strategies for your pet business. It is in the lineup last. Getting our current customers to do more business with us is the lowest hanging fruit that you can pluck because these customers are already raving fans and they want to give you more business. They do. It's actually easier to get these raving fans to spend more with you than it is to attract new clients, which is why it's such an important piece of marketing that I don't want you to forget. The main purpose of this episode is to really have you think about getting outside of your comfort zone and showing up differently in your marketing. I also want you to think about those three pieces, attraction, driving traffic, conversion, asking for the sale and retention. How do we get people to come back more frequently and do repeat business with us? All three of those areas are massively important to your marketing plan. If you have specific questions on anything I've shared or something you want me to go deeper into, then send us a question and submit it at askpetboss.com. We have a brand new website that makes it easy for you to submit a question to me. And that question may just be used in future content here on the podcast or on our YouTube, on our blog, or in one of our social media posts. So if you want me to explain something further or give you more examples on anything, visit askpetboss.com and let us know what you're thinking. So not only do we have three more episodes diving deeper into all of these strategies, we also have the Pet Business Bootcamp coming July 16th. Save the date for six days together, a virtual bootcamp where we at Pet Boss Nation, myself and my team are going to help build that business marketing muscle because we are focusing on this exact topic. Save the date. You'll hear more about how to get your ticket very soon. All right, Pet Boss, I will connect with you again very soon on the next episode. Wow, we surpassed 75,000 downloads of this podcast. I just can't believe it. So thank you so much for tuning in every week and for being part of the show. It would mean the world to me if we got to 80,000. Could you imagine? And then, oh my gosh, all the way to 100,000? My mind would be blown. So to do that, I need your help though. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast in case you haven't done that. Plus, I would love for you to tell other pet professionals about the amazing resources and ideas and strategies and tips and stories that myself and our clients and the people that we feature bring to you every single week. Okay. So recommend this show to your fellow pet industry professionals, have them visit petboss.com forward slash podcast, and they'll find all the old episodes and exactly how to connect with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It really means so much to me that you choose this podcast as part of your business education and journey here in the pet industry. Thank you. 